We welcome you to the ADHD Smarter Parenting Podcast. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Hello, everyone. Welcome. My name is Siope. I'm one of the hosts here at the Smarter Parenting Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today, I wanted to talk about family dynamics and specifically about having one child that has ADHD or a behavioral issue when you also have other children in the home that do not, and how families should navigate that, I want you to be able to leave with some suggestions on ways you can address this with your other children, because many times our attention is focused on the issues that are happening. So the child who is behaving inappropriately, many times our attention is there at the expense of spending time with our other children. So how do we navigate this? And it's a very interesting dynamic and one that has been brought up during a coaching session last week. And I had mentioned that I wanted to cover this in a future podcast, which I'm so grateful I can do right now. Now, in order to begin talking about this, we do have to understand some fundamental things about parenting. And in order to understand parenting and our role as parents, we need to really look at the systems that are involved in how we parent and what is going on in the family dynamic. Now, first off, I do want to say that parents often come to me and they are discussing issues that they're having with their one child. And I always ask, are there other children in the home and how are things going with them? And the reason that I do that is because this all exists within a system and all families exist within a system. Now, Parents that come to me and have issues with multiple children, not for behavioral issues, but they just are trying to motivate their children to do things. These are families that are on par with like really successful children overall, but they just struggle in certain areas. When I communicate with them, they often come to me and say, you know, I have four kids. One child is unmotivated. One is perfect. One is defiant towards me. And the other one just doesn't even engage with us, like ignores us. And when I talk to them about that and they explain to me, you know, we have created an environment in our home. We have the same rules for all of them. We expect the same things from them. We've created stability. We are consistent and they're doing everything correctly as parents. I praise them for that. And I say, great job. You've done a great job creating a great environment. And then I always discuss with them afterwards that even though they have done all of this in order to create this family environment, those children are experiencing their parents in different ways, in absolutely different ways. No two children are raised exactly the same in the same family. Okay, They all have perceptions and they all have ideas of the family system and they all experience things very differently. Now, this makes sense if you look at families when children grow older. You'll find that parents who raised all their children pretty much in stability uh, tend to have very different views on what it was like to be raised by their parents. They have very different perceptions of what it was like to be raised by their parents and what their parents did in order to engage with them. And so even when we're looking at families that have a lot of strengths, a lot of things in place. The family dynamic itself and the way that children experience growing up with their parents can vary greatly, even though everything that we've done as parents is one way. We look at parenting from one perspective, which is this is what I'm going to do 
as a parent for my child. And yet we always have to keep in mind, in what ways is my child perceiving my parenting and what I am contributing as a parent to that experience that they are having as children? Now that we have a fundamental understanding of that family dynamic, I want to address this issue of what do we do when one of our children is having a difficult time behaviorally and they are taking up so much attention and energy from our family that we cannot focus on our other children. Now, for parents, it's important for you to do some observations of your children, your other children, and really pay attention to what it is and what role they are trying to fill in the family. Some children will try and be perfect in order to alleviate some of the stress in the home. And that could lead to a lot of different issues later on down the road, which may be difficult for them and difficult for you. And you praising them for those positive things is a wonderful thing. But there are things that you can additionally do in order to help them work through and navigate this thought process that they're having. If your child is feeling like they need to behave perfectly in order to maintain some peace in the home, it's important for you to take some time to sit with them and to talk to them about what is happening in the home. They are obviously attuned to what is needed in order to maintain peace in the home. And you as a parent can sit down and have a, a conversation with them and help them understand, okay, your brother or your sister is struggling with these emotional things and it's taking time. You don't have to be perfect. You can make mistakes and that is absolutely fine as we navigate this. And you may want to, even if they are mature enough, include them in some of the family decision-making. Now, that may seem like an unfair balance. It's like, oh, we're going to get favor for one child over another, wherein actually it's unfair the other way to have treat them exactly the same and ex have them have the same expectations when your focus is only on one child. So we're going to play to the strengths of the child that is observant and wants to be perfect. We want to say, okay, we understand this is difficult. You have some emotions about this, you do not have to be perfect. You can make mistakes. We love you. We appreciate you even when you make a mistake because the association they will make is that because I am perfect, they will, you know, express their love and their praise for me. So it's important to also praise mistakes that they make to give them that space to breathe as children. Now, you may also have a child that competes for your attention. And that is a child that does not really have a behavioral issue, but acts out because they want to compete for the attention. Now, in this case, it is important to create relationship and some type of bonding moment that you can have with that child that is significant to them. And it does not have to be a big, huge production. And I think a lot of parents feel like, oh, you know, I should buy them this, or we should go on a trip to Disneyland, or we should. It does not have to be that big. What you have to do as a parent is observe your child and really pay attention to what it is that child is interested in, what they like. It can be food. It can be how they spend their spare time. It could be anything. And you as a parent are going to invest in that. And I don't mean invest money. I mean invest yourself in an interaction involving that interest of your child. And it can take, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, but you'll do this daily, okay, daily. 
And this is a way for you to connect with your child and make that child feel like I am getting the attention I need in a space that is meaningful to me from my parent. And then you can move on. Now, these things are going to change. Their interests and their what they like is going to change. So you as a parent need to be observant throughout the whole process. So these are ways that you can interact with children. You know, the one who is so focused on being perfect because they want to maintain peace in the home. Uh, you may want to involve them a little bit more. Now, I'm not saying give them a lot of say or make them in charge of everything, but to ask for their opinion to talk about it, to really educate them on what is happening in the family. And what's difficult about behavioral issues, as you know, especially with children, is we can excuse and we actually understand and have a lot more compassion and empathy for children when we can actually see a disability or see that they're struggling physically. When you can visually see a child in a, in a wheelchair, then you know, oh, they're going to need some help going up you know, the ramp. And so mentally, we are prepared for that. When we're dealing with behavioral issues and the child looks normal, it can be very frustrating, especially for children when they're looking at their sibling who looks absolutely normal and can do the same physical things, and yet their behavior is off the charts. It just doesn't make sense to them. So you want to work with them on creating uh, this environment where they can feel safe in working through these things and also where you as a parent can connect because that is where the power is. You're learning to connect. And in, in both of those examples that I gave you, those are opportunities for you to connect on a deeper level with your other children who are not going through the same behavioral issues as the child that you're struggling with. Now, this does not go to say that they have special rules or that things are completely different for them. No, you want to maintain rules that are consistent. What you're doing is creating an individual connection with your children while they are growing up. And this is a powerful thing because children will cling to that and they will know I have a relationship with my parent that's unique to me that is also inclusive of my family, but it's unique to me and I'm connected to them. I relate to them. They make sense to me. So those are the concepts that I wanted to leave you with here today. I want you to still use the skills that we have on the Smarter Parenting website. And specifically, if you're working through what you're going to do with different children, I highly suggest you use the problem-solving skill that's called decision-making on the Smarter Parenting website. Jump over there, check it out. There's a printout you can download. And as you write down what the situation is and the different options you will come up with for your children, you can find the best solution for how to interact and how to engage your child on their individual needs when a lot of your attention is perhaps focused on the child that is struggling. All right? You're a good parent and you're doing your best. I know in speaking with so many parents, I'm telling you, you are doing an amazing job. And I feel like there's this generation of parents that are like, I'm going to raise my children in a different way than I was raised. I want to really, really prepare them for a wonderful future. And I, and I see that. I see that dynamic of not just doing what they knew, but actually exploring what is in the best interest of my child. And that gives me so much hope. So I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me on this podcast, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.